Oh, so when you kill him, it's fine. But when I want to kill him, <laughs> I'm really evil. <laughs> I'm not sure, guys. I think, I think there's some ganging up going on here. So, Laura, Charlie, Charlie, Laura, welcome. Hey, Charlie. Nice to meet you. You have great hair. Not that anyone can oh, see it. Thank but you. This is our 10th episode. This will be our 10th episode if you discount the first one, which I deleted. Yeah, that's a great accomplishment, honestly. 10 episodes. That's really good. Good job, you guys. And oh, I'm, a big, I'm a big fan, so thank you for having me on. Oh, it's very good to have you here. And I think you're one of the first uh, people I thought of having as a guest on this podcast because every time I talk to you, we always seem to come up with some kind of interesting scenario or interesting um hypothetical situation so i think i think you'll be a very good addition to the podcast yeah well i feel like the pressure is really on now so i had to perform really well because i do i do really enjoy talking about those nonsensical things (laughs) well there's only one way to find out uh (laughs) how good that it will become but uh you also were kind enough to create a theme for us this uh this time around uh, mm-hmm. Do you want to tell us what it is? Um, well, it's uh, it's December, so I thought that we should have a theme that would be fitting for the season, even though it has not snowed yet here in Stockholm. But uh, I was mm. thinking snow could be the the theme to fill in. Like, since we have no snow, maybe we can at least have some in the podcast. So. But you've missed the most important part, Josh. What's that? We need to know who she's not. Well, that's true. Okay, we don't the wrong way around. All right, yes, please. Rewind. Rewind it. <laughs> hey, welcome um, to the show. <laughs> Who are you not? What are you not? It's actually a lot harder than you think to come up with these things, I think. Um, but what I am not, I am not someone that has very good spatial awareness. Uh, <laughs> it's actually really, really bad. And I hurt myself all the time. Um, and the other thing that I'm not is that I'm not a person that lets anyone else touch my armpits. I'm very <laughs> private with my armpits. <laughs> it's it's a real thing, honestly. It's um it's holding me back in life. I need to work on it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, and another thing that I'm not is uh, that I'm not a dancer. You're not a dancer. I'm not a dancer mm. either. So. But that, I guess that ties in with the spatial awareness thing. Exactly. This is a dance-free zone. Yeah, <laughs> good. I'm lucky it's a podcast and not a video. <laughs> in case you would ask me to dance. But... We could just imagine you dancing. Oh, wow, look at that. Look at you go. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. In a podcast, I'm an amazing dancer, actually. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a good dancer in cars. Like, if I'm sat down and you can only see me from, like, the waist up, I've got some real moves, but... As soon as you put me in like a situation where there's a dance floor and we have to more than legs. two limbs, yeah, yeah, it just goes all goes to pot there. Yeah, I'm the same. That's the real challenge with dancing, isn't it? It's like you, it's it's like dancing with your hands. That's pretty simple. I can do that. But then like was that dance? Your... Was that your dance? <laughs> well, dance. well, once again, you can only see my shoulders and upwards. So you know, my feet are doing a really good dance pull there. <laughs> Yeah, like finger dancing is a real skill, I think. Like doing the, the worm with the finger. I'm really good at that. So finger oh, dancer, really maybe I am. Yeah, but the challenge comes when you have to coordinate both your arms and your legs at the same time. Yeah, then I lose it. I think it's really difficult. That's the tough part. <laughs> Fortunately, that's not what we do here on this podcast. So well, good. That will not then hold I you back. I wouldn't have wanted to come on. <laughs> um, 
Josh, are you going to use the same footage from last time to describe what the podcast is about, or are you going to re-edit it, re-record it? I'm going to re-say it, and I think this time I'm going to get it really good, because I I feel like the 10th time, I've actually I didn't do it 10 times, because like the, the middle eight episodes we didn't really say it at all, but <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to describe the premise really well this time. So the premise of the podcast is, if you haven't listened to this before, we will um, now come with i've already messed up it's really hard <laughs> okay, i put too much pressure on myself so the premise is that we will uh, we will have a hypothetical situation that we prepared ahead of time um and we will now share them with each other and try and resolve them uh, one by one and of course all those different premises are based on the subject of snow which uh, charlie brought for us this time so yeah, and that's 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 what we'll do here today. Just discuss the the topic of snow and and the hypothetical situations thereof. But I I have a question. When I was thinking about the theme, I had a word come to my mind, um, and I can't remember what it means. The word is smize. Smize. What does it mean? Like smize. No smize. It's when you smile with your eyes. Oh, I thought it's when you were smiling to make a disguise. Yeah, it could be that as well. No, Why I think it's when that? you're like kind of making your eyes a little bit smaller, and then you sm- you have to smile with your my- mouth as well because you can't you can't smile without smiling with your mouth. But you look at the eyes, and it's like the motion that your eyes make when you smile. Yeah, exactly like that. Like you have no no eyeballs, just lips. That's I guess <laughs> it's very um very appropriate now when everyone's hidden behind masks i mean i guess you guys aren't doing masks as much in sweden but no. here everybody is smizing all day uh, yeah exactly at work actually we have to wear a mask all the time so i have had a lot of practice doing that but it's, it's good smi- it's really it's really nice times. but then the challenge should be to smize without actually smiling with your mouth that's really difficult that's next level i think it makes you look like you need to poo to be honest like a <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shall we? Well, uh, do you want me? Do you want me to tell you a tale? Shall I spin a, a yarn of spin us a yarn? I mean, goodness? you need to go first because that's what you do. Um, you're a man, so you feel you need to go first. Um, so do it. Go on. Tell us a tale. I don't feel like I need to go first, but I feel like convention has told me that I always go first, and so I must continue that trend <laughs> onwards. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so last week um, I was criticised uh, in the press for making this theme too complicated and too confusing. So this time I've made it really simple. Right. So one, imagine that one day you're walking down the street. It's a snowy night. It's dark and the w- cold wind is blowing. And suddenly a figure approaches you and says, <gasps> Hello there. And as you look up, you realise it's a snowman that's been brought to life. Wow. What do you do? Have you just stolen all of your scenarios from uh, like books Frozen. and TV programs? <laughs> and well, I did think I stole it, right? But I want to really explore the practical implications because you've got, you know, you've got Jack Frost, the Snowman, Frosty the Snowman. It feels like this is a real trend in media to have some kind of snowman coming to life. What's up with that? And also, what would you actually do in that situation? Uh, but I, I think, uh, like, what, what. Uh, what does the snowman want? Is he nice or is he... What are his intentions? Yeah, exactly. What, what are his intentions with you? Is he trying to, like, violate you in any way? Or is he being nice, just looking for friends? Or Well, he's just introduced himself. He says, hello, I'm a snowman. And I don't think he has much consciousness because he's just been brought to life. By who? By some errant children who ran off and left him there. Okay. Are we in, like, 
a, a world that we currently exist in or are yeah. we in a tv world no we're, we're just in the normal world this is, this is what i want to say is in the tv world it's always like oh it's christmas and a snowman came to life so it doesn't seem very realistic but if a snowman actually came to life what would you like how would you deal with that so i don't want this to be a tv world scenario i want this to be like what would you actually do how would can you deal he, with can that situation? he move or is he stuck to the floor I think for the for like the purposes of this, we're going to say that he can move. He's on a skateboard. How or how, how does he move then? Is it like is it the bottom part rolling on the floor, or does he have feet? Well, that's so if important. We look at the, I think. <laughs> if, we, if we look in the literature, in Jack Frost, he's just in like balls of snow. <laughs> I did some research for this, right? In Jack Frost, he's just like three balls of snow, and somehow he can move. But in the Snowman by Raymond Briggs, he actually has legs. So I think we're going to go for the legs option because I found the balls option kind of scary. Balls are scary, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> but I think in, in like Super Mario, because there are snowmen in Super Mario, like in Mario Party. Or is it... Mm-hmm. Not in Mario Party, the other one, Mario 64. Then it actually is the bottom part that is rolling and that's how they move, isn't it? Yes, that's or true. Or am I just making that up? No, that sounds Okay, right. but we'll go for the legs anyways because they are creepier, so... Like, I think, at least. But you think legs are creepier than balls, or balls are creepier than legs? I think legs are creepier than balls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, so, the, like, the normal things that everyone has usually... Are creepier. That's more creepy <laughs> yes. than having a, just your body made of a ball that rolls. Yeah, because it's more natural for the, like, a ball to roll forward than for a snowman to have legs, right? I think, I think in this situation, <laughs> it's never actually natural for a snowman to be alive. But okay. Let's go for the legs option because it's creepier, apparently. Yes. Um, we can. I suppose we should finish describing how he looks. So he definitely has some buttons. Oh, oh, okay. That <laughs> changes right. things. Yeah, well, that really changes things, things, Josh. Come on. <laughs> he has buttons, but he has no clothes except for a scarf. But if if he has legs, then has he has no clothes, then he must also have like a crotch area. What's there? <laughs> <laughs> because that's it's... even creepier than if he's going to have legs. If you just chose to bald, this wouldn't be a problem, really. He just has balls. He would just have balls there instead of one giant ball at the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Let's Josh, what have you done to here? <laughs> I think that he would have to be smooth, right? Because we have to bear in mind that this was created by children. Like a like Barbie doll. Some children doll. sculpted this. Actually, no, let's, let's rethink about that. Children sculpted that in 2020. Of course they created a dick and balls. It's just a dick and balls with some eyes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Children aren't making snowmen anymore. Right, okay. But then, then my first action would be, like, I would probably introduce myself and just try to get a feeling if he's nice or if he's not. If he's nice, then I would probably try to cover him up first because that's pretty obscene that he's just walking around there showing his dick and balls. (laughs) All right, so you get him a pair of, like, Bermuda shorts or something. Exactly. But would you... Okay, because if it was me in this situation, I was going to dip myself in the situation now, I would, like, dress him in Hawaiian clothes because I think that would be really ironic and funny. Yeah, that would be nice, I think. Like in a Hawaiian Christmas. Is that a movie? No, no, well, we can make one now. (laughs) That's what I would do, actually. I would use him to film my movie that is called The Hawaiian Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you just invented Hawaiian Christmas. Yeah, and I would make Uh, a lot of money, so perfect. I feel like the people of Hawaii probably invented Hawaiian Christmas. Yeah, it's not a very original title, is it? (laughs) But I really like the look of it being like snowman wearing Bermuda shorts and a Hawaiian shirt. And like a, he's got his magic hat on because, of course, he has a magic hat because apparently that's what makes snowmen come alive. 
and then he's just drinking like a pina colada or something like that mm. that's pretty cool uh but the question is how does he not melt yeah i was gonna ask that can he melt does he melt if you bring him inside yeah like, like he's just made time. of snow still it's he's a snowman after all and snowman yes, melt famously um, but then you would probably because if, if you're going to befriend him and then you're going to take care of him because he doesn't seem to have a lot of wits about him or like when he is living in our world now will he develop in any way or will he just stay the same like with the same <laughs> mental capacity I mean I think I think he has the capability to learn he has made us know but he's also sentient so I think that he would he would learn our ways and customs but for how long until he melts well, this is the, I, this Until okay. This is the bridge. Until spring comes, that's so sad. Yeah, this is something that you're gonna need to explain to him. His imminent mortality. I think <laughs> no. I think I think when uh, when spring comes, then you just have to buy a really big freezer and then put him in there until next winter, wouldn't you? What kind of a life is that, though? Really, for this poor guy. You can get. Like I'm a... playing devil's advocate here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. When you say devil's advocate, do you mean advocating snowman euthanasia? <laughs> exactly. Just like, is it is it painful for him to melt? Is it like a vampire when they go into sunlight? Because then they melt, and that seems really painful for them, right? Yeah. Or is he just kind of like you know thawing away, and he doesn't feel like anything, and then he's just gone? I want it to be the second one because that sounds yeah. nicer. But also to make it more interesting, let's consider it's the first one because then it kind of adds a, a sense of urgency to this. Oh, but then I don't think you could kill him. Then you would have to invest money in getting like a big freezer and like make it into a little home for him like a bunker where he could stay until next winter mm-hmm. i'm just imagining him in a chest freezer and then i accidentally like you throw a couple of bags of peas in there and they hit him <laughs> knock an eye off um <laughs> he's just lying down you know it's, it's quite a, a sad tale for him oh, it's like a snowman prisoner that you have in your backyard and how do you explain yeah. that to people well okay yes yeah, this, this is the thing would you keep him a secret or would you um, tell the world about this new snowman character. I'm definitely going the other way with mine, so I think I would have a chat with him. He's he's a bit of an entre- entrepreneurial kind of guy. Um, he's got a hat on. He's he's got some he's got some stories to tell, even though he's only just been created. Um, but he's all in on my new fantastic idea, which is um, like a rate my Christmas decoration kind of game show that we're creating. Um, so mm-hmm. he is the host uh, alongside me. He's obviously a snowman. He knows a lot about the uh, sort of Christmassy world. So we'd wheel him on his skateboard, which I gave him earlier and I'm still sticking with. Um, and he'd go around <laughs> town sort of talking about different bits of awful Christmas decoration, housey sort of stuff that's going on. And, and he'd sort of break it down and discuss how he, as a snowman, a, a being of the snow, feels about each and every one of those houses. And hopefully it would stop people from having disgusting houses and sort of publicly shame them. But I think everyone could get involved with it and uh, he'd become a local celebrity and then he'd melt and no one would care anymore. Um, and maybe he'd come back next year. Uh, but his time is done when Christmas is over. So he's a kind of... A kind of phoenix character who who he he melts away in the spring, but he comes back in autumn to shame you again. Yeah, I feel like I'd probably just leave the coal and the carrots on the floor in a certain spot, like a tiny shrine to him. Um, uh-huh. And then I'm assuming that he'll just morph back into it when he's ready next year, when it comes around. He'll like scoop him up or let him melt into a jar, and then he can keep like a little jar of water. Yes, or you could house. take him somewhere like where it's around. snowy all year round, and then he'd have a great time. In, in in the snowman, he does actually fly to the North Pole and live there mm. with a lot of other snowmen. Have you just read the? Sn- <laughs> 
Yeah, I think we've all read the snowman. <laughs> no, I mean just recently. Uh, I mean, you can't really read it though, can you? There's no words. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't read this. I don't think it reached Sweden actually. You know, in Sweden, how every Christmas you watch Donald Duck. Yes. Well, in 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 UK, we watch the snowman every Christmas, and basically, it's like this kid makes a snowman. This, by the way, spoilers ahead if you haven't seen the snowman. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's the kid makes a snowman and in the middle of the night he goes downstairs and he sees the snowman's alive. The snowman comes inside the house, causes all kinds of ruckus. Then the snowman goes outside and he sees a picture of the North Pole and he grabs the kid and flies away um, and they fly to the North Pole because apparently snowmen can fly. Oh, like they fly. Oh, I was just thinking for some reason that they were flying in some sort of... Um like Santa's sleigh or something like that. Not he no, just flies, like he levitates it just, and then just takes off, he yeah. He literally just flies, yeah. Oh wow. Realistic. Oh yeah. yeah. And there's yeah. no words and there's just a, a song that kind of goes through it. I'm guessing Josh can't We're include the song. I can't remember the rest of the words, but yeah, I'm not gonna put I, I'll just sing it. That's all you're gonna get <laughs> for that one. Yeah, it's one of those really dull stories that's just sort of stuck around, but nothing really happened. Um, it's really dull. I think that's mm, like you're that's really like making me want to see it now. <laughs> Watch it now. It's quite heart heartrending and very emotional. It's like very wholesome. Yes. Or, right, or be well, it a bit I'll, strange. I'll have to put it on my list. Of things to watch. Yeah, top films to watch like <laughs> Christmas. Okay, well we've got Die Hard, Home Alone, The Snowman. <laughs> and the yeah, I'd say so. Apart from the fact that you abducts a child, it's a very heartwarming Christmas. But what does he do show. with the child when he reaches the North Pole? He eats, eats him. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> he, he pulls off his tangerine nose and rubs it in his eyes and then eats him alive. <laughs> his tangerine nose. Yeah, his nose is a tangerine. No, is it? Yeah. Oh my. Yeah, bucking the trend of carrot noses. Because a carrot is not what a nose looks like. Mm, some people's noses. <laughs> more, <laughs> more like a tangerine. No one has like a really round nose like that. More like if you have a pointy nose, it's more like Apart a from clowns. A... Clowns have got round noses. Yeah, I guess so. That is it's more true. of a bird that has a... a tangerine nose. No, <laughs> carrot. The birds even have noses. They're just like built in with their beaks. Are beaks noses or mouths or both? Like, how does it work? I don't understand birds. They're quite strange. I think they have little like holes in their beak, don't they? Mm-hmm. Um, can I hit you guys with a tangent? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, can you guess what happened in our house this week? Obviously, we've had the mystery meat package. We've had all sorts of like muntjac problems. Um, yeah, guess what happened this week? I think we need a little jingle to say like mansion problems. Da, da, What's da, da, da. going on? Yeah, you need to, the this week's mansion problem. Um, I, but I, I know I've already told Josh. Actually, he's probably just forgotten. Um, I have forgotten. Oh, okay. I think please, please tell, tell. Us. I'm super okay. intrigued now. So I, I mean, I wasn't here, but uh, our good friend Tom was was here, and he sent me a, a message that just said, "There's an owl in the house." Um, <laughs> it transpired that an owl had fallen down the chimney uh, not the first Aww. bird to fall down the chimney the first of two no the second of two <laughs> in the last two months um, a tawny owl had fallen down the chimney and had just it was just sat on the sofa staring him down um, wow. and he had to manhandle the owl and we had to call an expert friend and ask how we get rid of an owl sorry which expert was that what was their expertise in uh, owl handling Okay, that's. I feel like you should invest now in one of those. um, It's like a um, like a butterfly net, but bigger, like a bird net, I guess. Now, obviously, (laughs) it has happened twice. I feel like you should have that hand at home. Owl net, just so you can catch them in a net. We've got one for taking uh, leaves off of the swimming pool, and 
obviously this still isn't my house I'm still house sitting so it's not my swimming pool um oh. but we have our net for that and I tried to do that on the woodpecker and it was having none of it um so I feel like it, <laughs> the owl wouldn't have even fit into the net well how did how did you go about it then how did you uh, so I did I did it from afar I was in a different city but you know I talked him through it uh he's actually gonna listen to this and be like you definitely didn't do anything Laura you're just lying <laughs> um well he kind of cornered it with some sofas like put the sofas on end and shuffled them into the what? space that it was in with the whole sofa yeah just he put them on end. he sent me a photo saying like advanced <laughs> owl catching is is taking place so wow. two sofas on end blocking off bits of that of the room uh, and then he cornered it behind a bookcase and threw a blanket on it and then flung it out of the house mm. and then i had to play spot the bird poo um and some of it was like down the back of the tv uh, and onto the dvd oh, player no. Oh, How big DVD was this player. owl? I'm just imagining like uh, Hedwig kind of. Yeah, it was big. I think it was. It's it was big that big. That's oh, that's terrifying. It, I think it was bringing me, you know, my letter from Hogwarts, but obviously got waylaid and <laughs> shat on it. Yeah, just did a poo yeah. instead and left. Oh, um, how sad devastating yeah. on so many levels yeah so that's our second bird and that's not even in the houses i've lived in thus far that is the fourth set of bird to be in the house well i feel like you need to block your chimney and have they all come through the chimney it, it just fell out of the chimney but it didn't even make a mess when it came down the chimney it's like mm. nothing happened and there just happened to be an owl wow I'm really looking forward to the situation when Santa Claus comes down the chimney and then Tom just like puts some sofas on end and kind of advances them towards Santa Claus, like boxes him in, then grabs him around the neck and throws him out the door. I was thinking the same thing, that maybe it's just Santa being reincarnated as a bird doing the same thing. I mean, if they didn't poo everywhere, they'd be very welcome. <laughs> like most guests. But now I'm scared to go in that room, like because every time I go into it, it seems that like there's some other bit of wildlife happening. But yeah, that was a, an extra little snippet for you that's not relevant. I, I enjoy this sub-podcast, even though it did interrupt my fantastic A podcast within a podcast. Scenario. Yes. <laughs> Let's, let's, leave, let's leave that situation. I think that you did a good job. I liked the mental image of a snowman wearing a Hawaiian shirt and drinking a pina colada. I appreciate, Charlie, that you tried to keep him alive. Mm. And I appreciate, Laura, that you tried to euthanize him. <laughs> so <laughs> I think we split it right down the middle. is that you you live in this world or in a world just like this one and uh, one day it starts snowing and then the next day continues to snow and the day after that it snows again Hmm. and uh, after it's been like two weeks the meteorologists they become super perplexed and um they're wondering like why is it snowing so much and they're looking in the fu- in, they're looking in the future they're not like foreseeing the future but they're like predicting that it's never going to stop snowing so eventually the consensus of all the meteorologists is that it's just going to snow for the rest of time oh wow Ooh. okay how uh, do you as a person on a personal level c- cope with that and also what does society do to cope with that well i buy a jacket yeah, I was just thinking, I'll buy a snowsuit. <laughs> Get a 
warm jackets and boots to start with. Those little, um, like, are they called crimpon, crampons? Crimpons. They're, crampons, yeah. Yeah, I guess are those. That's going to be useful, they? yeah. They're like little things that you put over the bottom of your shoe that have, like, swirly, spiky stuff on so that they, you get better grip to the snow. Oh, yeah. My mum said that I should get them, actually, last year because I was slipping so much. Oh, it's only great. really, like, old people that have them, no? I mean, yeah. I have some. Um, and, some <laughs> and sometimes when you're walking with them, they like fling off because they're sort of like giant rubber bands with bits of stuff stuck to them. Oh, wow, um, that sounds really dangerous. Like hit someone in the face with it just from Yeah, walking. yeah. <laughs> but at least you won't fall over. So um, I've got a question for you about this scenario. Um, mm-hmm. Does the snow ever melt at all? Or is your house pretty much covered by snow within three weeks? Uh, the snow can melt, but since it's snowing all the time, it must be below zero. So unless you apply some sort of heat to it, it won't melt. So does that mean that we would slowly live more and more underground and under the snow? Like a little tunnels and burrows? <gasps> yes. Yes. That's great. That's I'm quite in. cool. Um, because also, if we melt the snow, do we end up being flooded? Because that sounds worse. Yes. That's so it would still be like <laughs> the the mass would still be there. Like so, if you melt it, it would be water. If you freeze it, it would just be more snow. Is there such a thing as a, a snow hoover? What's a snow hoover? <laughs> Is that a thing? I think, I think it's called a snow blower. Oh, does, does it blow oh, snow away? Yeah, like a leaf blower, but for oh, snow. Which, by the way, is the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> why would you get well here's the problem oh there's some, there's lots of leaves or snow in front of me i need to get rid of it somehow i'll just blow it away so it's just a problem somewhere else I've, I've, there's people outside my house who do leaf blowing and it takes them so long to <laughs> blow all the leaves over here and then blow, oh no they've gone over there then they blow them again they, they have to like corral them as if they're like herding things it's like why don't just you just suck the leaves up into one other place why do you have to blow them everywhere so yes i think there should be a snow hoover i think that we should be sucking rather the blowing we could we could so we could develop some sort of not us but someone that's you know more sciencey than us some sort of snow blower mm-hmm. no sucker so snow sucker that Vacuum. also <laughs> yep vacuums up the snow and compresses it into blocks mm. that are like bricks and then you could use those bricks to build some sort of snow facilities like igloo type numbers and so you just suck up all the snow that's in the way and then you start building complexes of cool snow things. Would work for a while, but then you'd end up with too many buildings. Um, just, you'd have a lot of buildings, yeah. That's super cool, yeah. But then you would have like huge cities made out of ice blocks or snow blocks like igloos. Yeah, and you could ship them to places where there's not as much housing and people need housing. Although then how do you heat your house because it's made out of ice? Well, it's like in the ice hotel, isn't it? Because then like the ice hotel, everywhere will be an ice hotel. But what happens in the ice hotel? How do you keep warm? Uh, I think you have a lot of blankets. I've never been to the ice hotel. I just assume it's quite cold everywhere. Have you been to the ice yeah. hotel? No, I haven't been there either. But I think you, like, yeah, you have really thick sleeping bags and then they have, like, really thick coats. But I don't think mm. it's heating anywhere. In, like, they have a, an inside part ice, just a normal building. But I think, like, the part is made out of ice. They don't have any heating inside. Maybe they have, like, a like a fireplace that and, like, a hole in the ceiling just to release the heat somehow. But then it would the, probably the, the melt anyway. the would, <laughs> just rain It would inside. fall naturally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so you couldn't really shovel all the ice and snow sideways. Also, does it mean that after some time, all of the countries and like continents would stick together because there'd just be like a sheet of ice connecting everywhere? Oh, so you could just ice it, skate. You guys could ice skate to me. Oh, that'd be <laughs> yeah. nice. But would it, would it snow? 
everywhere like is it all the countries affected or is it just the northern countries no it would snow everywhere all the time but it could snow like some days it would snow a little bit less so it would just be like some serene beautiful snowflakes falling and then other days it would be like a full-on blizzard it sounds really difficult this is a really difficult scenario yeah yeah I just think you'd end up living under the snow the whole time. Yeah, I think because I was just trying to think how you would build on top of the snow and you'd have to have like some sort of funnel shapes like underneath your house to funnel the snow in so your house just keeps rising. But then the streets wouldn't rise and the houses would rise at different rates and you just have like a bunch of houses on their own stacks of snow. So I guess, yeah, mm. just, just getting under the snow. But then how would you breathe and stuff? It'd be really tricky. Oh, I think we'd probably oh. just die, to be honest. I've got a great solution and I think we've already solved this one. I think... In in our in our timeline, what we do is we just create cars that use fossil fuels and just use those loads, uh, and then just heat the heat the uh, the climate so much that all the snow melts. But then we get flooded and we all die. We have to be proactive. Make sure you you flood everything early rather than too late. That's why I think global warming is a good thing. <laughs> That's your argument for. Welcome to my sub podcast. Global warming is good. <laughs> I think the clouds would still be there, and they would still create snow. Is this is this uh, is there any magic related to the snow? Um, well, the magic is that you cannot make it stop. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty bad magic. <laughs> no, but it's not magic. It's just uh, it's just normal snow. But it, it would kind of make everything really hard because you couldn't fly anywhere because the snow would snow the flies, exactly. and you couldn't sail <laughs> anywhere yep, because snow never flies. <laughs> Because there would be no no boats that could go on the snow and you know all this stuff would be really I mean it would kind of be worse than now like it would be fun for about two minutes and then I think we'd just die like I don't think we could build something to com- combat it yeah you just have to live under the ground all the time like yeah mole people I was thinking that it could probably like at the beginning when this started happening we would try to get rid of the snow somehow like even. Um, they either compress it, like Laura said, like into little cubes and try to make buildings out of that or melt it or something like that. But then eventually it would just be such a huge amount of snow that we wouldn't be able to get rid of it. And then we would have to adapt to a life where we just accepted the fact that it would never stop snowing. So maybe we would create like massive domes to encapsulate a city and then we would just create our own little microclimate underneath there, but it would just be like sheltered from the snow and it would just snow on top of it until it gets to the atmosphere. Yeah, well, I like that you've thought this through better than we have and you kind of came to a conclusion where we didn't die, so that's really great because... You saved us. We gave up quite quickly. Um, Mm. In reality, though, I do think that we would die. Yeah. But it's (laughs) nicer to look at it from an optimistic viewpoint, isn't it? So I, my viewpoint is, which I've been thinking about for the last sort of five minutes, but I didn't want to bring it up because I didn't want to make it too specific. But I think that I really want to bring it up now is at a certain point, there won't be any snow left to snow. Like it, would, it would just be too much snow because all the water would have evaporated. It never stops. So okay, even though it's no water to make snow, it was still snow because it's just... Sorry, and, and the snow you work. came up with was a snowman came to life. <laughs> So okay. we're not well, really that's going. That's why I wanted to know because I wanted to know whether it was magic or not. Because if it's magic, then we can work with that. But if it's not magic, then well, <laughs> we need to think about it more carefully. But if it's magic, then yeah, the Earth just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and in like a thousand years, it's huge and it just swallows up the moon. Oh, then we get to go to the moon just by walking. So no. you you think that the the snow would just expand? 
through the atmosphere then and out into space. Yeah, basically, if it's if it's magic clouds we're, we're dealing with here, then that's, that's going to be that's where I think it's just going to keep on expanding until it gets into space. That's mm. your prediction. That's my prediction. Yes. Twenty twenty. Josh's prediction. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we just cr- create a way to uh, get rid of the snow and send it out into space, or maybe melt it and then have like a continuous stream of water just squirting out into space (laughs) (laughs) like a huge fountain of water that would be pretty good i'd like the idea of just making a massive fountain yes that would be cool and then you can make like those little water shows with the like you know at disneyland how they have a water show and then they have lights and music and the water is moving to the music Oh yeah, and it's like, and this little the little water droplet jumps around and around. Exactly. Yeah, we've we've gone from wide scale to very small scale. Small. <laughs> yeah, something for it the kids. Matter, it doesn't matter that the world is drowning in snow as long as we have our water and light show. Then I think we're, we'll we're be happy. Be fine, yeah. Exactly. Some like futuristic nineties music. That'd be great. Yeah, it's the tree. Let's do this. Bam! Fighting talk from Josh there. Um, let's do this. So I, yeah, I came up with a few scenarios. Um, well done. I'm going to give you one of them. Do it. Uh, Go on. So you find out somehow, I'll let you decide how you find out, um, that you have mm-hmm. some sort of kind of superpower, but not really a superpower, more like a thing that happens um, that you can create mm-hmm. snow from nothing. Unlike the film Frozen, Oh, what about the X-Men? I've, I've not seen the X-Men film. But... The X- you know, I haven't seen X-Men, have you? Telling me that I steal things from movies. You've just done, you just done X-Men. Um, right, go on then. Well, I didn't Storm. just do X-Men um, because I have not seen the X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> but, so you can create snow. Yeah. And you rediscover you can do this quite you know, early on in your teens. And mm-hmm. so how would you use this skill? What would you do with it? And do you use it for trivial fun or do you use it for something sinister? Or do you, use, you know, what, what do you do with it? That's my question to you guys. And it's snow, not ice. It's just like oh, it's nice snow. snow. Okay. Yes. Well, mm, is, it, is, it, is there some kind of finite resource or can you just continuously create snow? What, like, how much can I create at once? Like you can create saliva, like it's that, you know, it just keeps happening. Is the, when the <laughs> snow melts, is it uh, like fresh drinkable water or is it uh, contaminated with something? Um, it's as clean as normal snow. So it's just as snow that falls from the sky. Right. So yeah, I think you can drink that. I mean, you probably wouldn't, but you can. Mm. Isn't this, isn't this a superhero in The Incredibles? I don't know. Pretty <laughs> sure that. I'm searching right now. Yes, it's, the, it's the, one of the characters in the in the Incredibles. What's it? Frozone. Yeah, Frozone can do exactly this. Frozone. Is it snow or ice? It's ice. So you, you've, you've narrowly skirted around it there because he does ice. I haven't seen these films. Okay, I was just like, 
hmm, snow, snow, snow. <laughs> it would be kind of cool if you could create snow. And then, and then I thought of all the things I would do with it. And then I thought I'd ask you. And you are just trying to take my idea and try and shove it all over your silly films that you watch and ruin everything, Josh. I, I okay. I, I was going to say that because the thing is, when I, when I first thought of this, I thought of the, of the best idea that I could use it for. And then I realized that I just remembered what happened in the film. So there's a caveat there. But what I would do is I'd use it to create a little like snow path in front of me and that way I could just ski on that path wherever I go so they want, you know, I can ski really fast which is exactly what he does in the movie he, like, he creates a little ice <laughs> p- passage but I would just do that I guess because it'd be really cool you could ski everywhere but it's just uh, like cross country skiing then like if it's not going downhill it's just like flat and I suppose you'd have to kind of build it up somehow or you could make it angled so like a wave oh you can make it like a wave so you're crazy surfing on the wave of snow yeah. But what happens when you go into the office or something and then you've got to leave your skis at the door and then someone steals one of your skis <laughs> because you can't oh. create the snow inside because that would ruin the computers. <laughs> oh, not the computers, no. <laughs> not those guys. Would you just have little tiny skis on your shoes, like those rollerblade sco- shoes, but you would have skis on there instead just press yeah. a button and there comes out a pair of skis. I'd have ski heelys, yeah. I mean, skeelys. <laughs> skeelys. Skeelys. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a design waiting to be sold in the coldest parts of the world uh but no the problem i would solve the problem right because in the office so i so i ski into the office and then like my manager's like green what have you done you've covered the office in ice again and i'd be like chill out and then i would <laughs> i would spray him with some snow and then you get fired and you just be on your own with your snow yeah no but i would just be really sassy and then no one would be able to mess with me because i would have really good snow-based comebacks and they're like someone says oh josh we're going to be late for the movie and then i'll go it's no problem and i'll make some snow and we would slide down there really quickly and it'd be really good okay <laughs> it's a terrible joke it's no problem <laughs> or maybe if someone is having a drink and then they say they say this drink is too hot i'd say do you want some ice with that and then i put some ice in the drink you just put snow in the you drink got in the freezer yeah because you had to give the freezer to get your ice but so you would basically make yourself into some sort of snow villain no, I'm a snow hero, but I'm I'm like a sassy. <coughs> Sorry, I just choked on some water. Then <laughs> I'd make myself hero. a sassy snow hero. Yeah. All right. I think that um, that you could go two ways. Either you use it as, as Josh for your personal gain. It, it baffles me that you still want to go to work, like even though you can create snow just out of your hands or whatever, wherever it's coming from. You just still like go to work. Like you would obviously do greater things than that now you just live your life as normal but with some snow well that's what superman does superman still works at a newspaper he saves people as well you you're not even saving people you're just skiing oh i forgot <laughs> to mention i'm also i'm also going to like stop criminals and stuff if someone steals someone's <laughs> bag i'd be like freeze and i would freeze them but you that's can't the freeze them you can only throw snowballs at them oh, i would still say freeze but i would still say i'll just throw a snowball at them you can shoot them with like a, a massive snowball so they just fall to the ground exactly Fall to the ground, that's not a pun. (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay, I think that I would like to use it in a more, like, altruistic way, where I go to places where you don't have a lot of fresh water, and then I would just create snow that would melt that they could drink. It's very kind. It's much kinder than Josh's scenario. (laughs) (laughs) But then also you could, like, on this side, yeah, you would do that 
as your main thing to be nice to people but then you can also create like a little ski holiday for yourself just create like a really high slope after work every day to go skiing and you would become like a really good professional skier and then maybe that would be your career i don't know there's so many options okay it's very kind of you yours is a very nice scenario um i was just thinking about it just now while you were both talking and um Obviously, something that you could definitely have cashed in on is a sort of like, not a strippogram, but a, a snowballogram where you just turn up at somebody's house, they've, it's been ordered for them, and you just turn up and throw a snowball in their face and then run away again. And I think there'd be a real market for that. And I think, yeah, that's something that the world is lacking right now. Um, I don't even know if strippograms and kissograms are a thing anymore, uh, or if they ever were a thing, to be honest. I've never seen one. I don't really know what that is. So if someone turns up at your door and then they take all their clothes off and they like sing you a song and it's for your birthday or something and someone and you're not expecting them. it. <laughs> yeah, you're not expecting it. I, feel I like would this call is a the thing police. That only happens in movies. <laughs> you're maybe not the target market then. <laughs> no. <laughs> I guess a kiss a grab. Also, that's like the least COVID-friendly profession, isn't it? You just turn up and yeah. kiss somebody, even if they don't want it, and then you run away again. Is that what a kissogram is? I don't know. I, I don't so. think that's what a kissogram is. I think a kissogram is something different. I don't think it's that you turn up and kiss someone. <laughs> I don't. I, yeah, I don't think that works. Definitely not after Me Too. That's a yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just after in life in general. It's a lawsuit waiting to happen. <laughs> yes. So, please, can you explain why you why you would kiss this woman without her permission? Oh, it was someone paid me to do it. Oh well, that's <laughs> fine then. Okay, off you go. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, I checked the Cambridge English Dictionary and a kissogram is a message brought by someone who kisses the person who is receiving it. See? <laughs> See? Especially if it's uh, one other people have arranged to be sent as a surprise to that person on a day when they're celebrating something. <laughs> they're celebrating not being molested by a stranger and then they, <laughs> that's ruined by their kissogram. What a strange thing to do. That is a really strange... Uh, I would hate to receive that. Well, guys... So please um, don't I, send me one. Who was that at the, the door? door. <laughs> Ding dong! <laughs> and Who's also, that? like, what? who would want to work as that? I mean... I think I could find a lot some, of people who'd want to work Some people like really? to kiss. Someone that liked yeah. kissing strangers. Mares, they that? like kissing babies, don't they? <laughs> That's a different uh, one, males. I think. Males, not males. I mean, oh, males wow. like this kissing. This is a thing. I'm, I'm, I'm diving into the depths of the kissogram industry right now. Uh, is it still a, you know, a prevalent industry in any countries? It's definitely not a thing in Sweden. I think, I think, I think people here have like they, they like their personal bubble too much. And it would be a good like party trick for sure. You could yes, become definitely. a real socialite. Everyone would love you for your snow ways. Oh, yes. oh George, you're so funny with your snow <laughs> tricks and. Funny things. <laughs> exactly. I was just thinking that what you could do instead was keep it a secret and then just create snowmen in really inopportune places. You could just put a snowman on someone's doorstep, ring the doorbell, and they run away. And when they open the door, they're just face to face with a snowman. That's good. <laughs> and, it's, and, it's, and it's July. One of the strangest things that you can find is just some snow where there shouldn't be snow. And yes. if it's in the shape of a snowman, even more so. Yeah, I think you could just mess people up, like really mess with people's yeah. psyches and confuse them. Yeah, I'm into it. I'd give you the snow power for that. Sweet. 
I would want to do kinder things. Like you could go around to different places in the world that wouldn't have a snowy Christmas, for example. Like just like Santa Claus would go in and um, give out gifts to all the children. You would go out and make snow for all the children. Like I feel like the children would rather have gifts, though, wouldn't they? Or snow. <laughs> No, it's the gift that that doesn't give anymore after it's melted. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. But still, it makes like the Christmas magical. They're like, oh, there's the snow fairy again. It's that lady that brings us snow again. (laughs) Old snow boots. Then I come along in my cool superhero outfit. I'm like, ice to see you. And I make some snow. (laughs) Oh, no. But you can't make all your puns with ice because it's snow and not ice. That's yeah. The thing is, all the best puns are with ice, though, because you only got like snow problem or... Snowbody no. cares, Josh. Snowbody no. cares. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. Well, I think you guys have successfully fixed my problem. Thank um, you. You're welcome. Well done. Uh, thank you. Um, mm. So, Josh, do you want to do your yes. spiel? Yeah. If you want to uh, email us, then you can email us at one of many pilots at gmail dot com. Um, Josh will, will give five pounds to the first three people to email us. Yes. Yeah, I will, with a small asterisk saying, no, I won't. <laughs> and a kissogram. I will give you a kissogram, right yes. <laughs> Once I've been cr- vaccinated for, with, for coronavirus, I will kiss you, redeemable whatever. Um, does this make you think of that time that I got you, like, 45 dates? Yes. A what? Tell, please tell the story. I think it was 45 So I owed Josh £45, um, and I didn't have £45. So I asked him if instead of giving him £45, if I could get 45 women to say yes to going on a date with him, um, <laughs> and he could go on 45 dates instead, would that suffice? And he said yes. And I got 45 women to say that they'd go on a date with him. And I still had to pay him back £45. Because unfortunately, that did it coincide with me having rats in my house. <laughs> and so it kind of wasn't really the best time for me to be going on dates. So uh, never redeemed those 45 dates. Yeah, definitely a good excuse. No, sorry, I can't go on a date with you. I have a rat in my house. It was, I think That's it was even more valid. than one, so yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I've got some exciting news for you. Uh, we received us. We received us an email. We received an email. Oh, my. We received an email from Sheepa, and she suggested us a scenario which we can consider for a future episode. Hmm. So thank you for our first email uh, correspondence. Yay. Well, thank you for listening to One of Many Pilots. Thank you, Charlie, for joining us this time. It was really, really good to have you here. Thank well, you. Thank you for having me. It was really fun. It was great having you here. And uh, yes. Yeah, if you like the podcast, then yeah. recommend us to your friends. Maybe in the Christmas cards you send to your friends this year, you could write, hey, guys, I heard this great new podcast. It's called One of Many Pilots. Have mm. a listen. It's the cheapest and best present you could give someone. Yeah, I think so. Brilliant. Let's uh, let's let's put a lid on this one. That's us wrapping it up. That sounds. That's what that was. Bye. Bye. Yeah.